Hi, Claire. Hi, Kate. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Welcome to my abode. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I've let Claire into her own house, and we're here to record a podcast for you. <laughs> Welcome back to Please Don't Make Me Watch This. What is this show, Claire? It's a show where we watch Secret Life. Unfortunately. No, fortunately. See? And well, that's the show. That's the dynamic. Do you get it? <laughs> we're funny. We're fun and flirty and I cool. I would just like to tell you that I survived getting my wisdom teeth out. Hooray! I lived. I, I barely, lived. barely, but I did. Um, I just wanted to tell you that something that I've been telling people, and I don't remember if I've told you this or not. If I haven't, great. I'll get your live reaction. Um, I probably forgot. I like to forget things that you tell me so I can react to them again. <laughs> <laughs> um, every person I've told this to has given me the weirdest look. So I'm oh, excellent. excited. So I got my wisdom teeth out and they put me under. They gave me an IV and laughing gas and they woke me up and I was had gauze everywhere. And <laughs> they gauze said... Gauze all up on my titties. <laughs> No, just in my mouth. Just in my mouth. And they woke me up and they're like, you're all done. And I was like, okay. Like I was, I feel like I was pretty coherent. And then they gave me my teeth in a little plastic bag. Yeah. No, that happened to me too. That really? Yeah. Every other person I've told has been like, excuse me. No, I think my mom still has ours somewhere. Do you want to exchange teeth? Oh my God. (laughs) Blood brothers. (laughs) I I don't know what to do with them. I'm pretty sure we got ours too. Or I remember seeing them or something. Um, when I got knocked out to get my wisdom teeth out, they didn't use enough drugs, apparently, because I'm a fighter. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, I started, like, tearing out IVs and, like, trying to wrestle out of the chair because I, I thought I was that. under attack. And they, like, had to shoot me up with some more, I some more whatever. I <laughs> feel like I was okay. I don't remember a lot from when they put me under after they put the IV in, but I do remember after they woke me up and gave me the teeth. Um, I was freaked out because they only gave me three, but they took all four teeth and I had a small panic that they didn't take a, the fourth they one, and, one and I would have to come back and do it all again. So I, this is really the only thing I remember from like the first day is that they gave me the teeth and I went, why are there only three? And they went, well, we broke one. Okay, so we yeah. just didn't want to give you that one. And I went, okay. And then I just sat quietly and you waited promise? for Daniel. Do you promise that you will, you have the other one? <laughs> they probably were like... Is she okay? Like, I wasn't, like, in any pain. I Because I some people have very telling me that they cry. I or they're, cried. like, are really upset. And I was just kind of sitting there, like, waiting for Daniel to come get me. And was just, like, okay. As long as you got all four, I'm fine. Cool. I go home now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was a good time. We loved it. And now it's over and I never have to do it again. Hooray! Unless they grow back. Oh, no. By magic. Is that a thing? <laughs> no, I don't oh, think Oh, thank so. God. Um, Kate, it's your week to do a 30-second recap. 30-second recap. This week is season one, episode 17 of Secret Life called Unforgiven. I hate these names. Brenda, this is the worst part of the show. <laughs> Whoever comes up with your names, they're bad at it. They're fired. And nothing happens in this episode. This is going to be rough. Are you ready? Yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> ready, set, go so we're having problems because of the adoption and we pretty much just argue about it for like 90 minutes or however long this show is um <laughs> and so we're talking alice finally appears again we haven't seen her in a long time I hi know. alice um the bowmans are fighting and uh they have amy talks to donovan and leon about the baby and but now they're feeling kind of weird about it and 
Basically, everybody's just fighting. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. Everybody's just fighting. You did a great job. No, I'm I didn't. Very... No, you did. You, you got a lot of stuff. Okay, I'm, good. I'm I felt like you. I thought you were being facetious. No, I'm not. <laughs> I would never. I would never. I'm going to jump right into this this crazy episode. I'm going to do a I would, cannonball right in. I wanted to make like a connection to Unforgiven. But I, I couldn't really segue it right. So whatever. Uh, great. I'm a great podcast. Have you ever unforgiven someone? No. Wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> like you forgave them and then you're like, mm, actually, actually, never mind. Actually, I know like that does sound up my alley. So I'm not going <laughs> to say a hard no, but I'm I not probably gonna have. Yes. I'm a yeah, I'm a better Betty. I was in a meeting with my boss today and we were talking about the company that owns basically all the software that we use. And I kept saying they're on my list. And she was like guess you don't want to be there i was like no no you nah, don't it's a bad place that's my brand is don't get on my list all right so we open at the jurgenses as we often do and amy is laying in her bed looking at the ceiling contemplating her life and her choices and we got a big belly she looks enormous i know it's like all of a sudden she went whoop i'm a b- i'm pregnant <laughs> um so i was gonna say i'm a baby and that's not it <laughs> whoops i'm a baby gotta love me anyway um so apparently she doesn't want to school want to go to school because ben hasn't called her since their big fight after the i mean mean, it wasn't really a fight it was more just ben being like i gotta go well and they didn't (laughs) yeah because basically ben was like last episode he's like you need some time to think about what you want he was basically like, I'm going to give you space. And then he did. And she's mad about she's it. She's like, I called you 43,000 times and you haven't got me back. He's like, yeah, that's the point. He's like, that was the point of me saying that. But OK. OK. Being 15 is fun. Dude. Um, so Ashley's talking to her about Ben. And brings- Ashley is being a, oh, so annoying this episode. Yeah. I it's- love Ashley. I love you, girl. But listen. It's a lot. You're being too much. So Ashley brings up that she has a ring <laughs> And Amy's like, who's ring? So this is a long saga. So do you remember the server at Evan Ryan's that got Ashley that bartending job? Her name is apparently Veronica. Her name is Veronica. According to my notes. And she gave Ashley her ex-husband's wedding ring. Why didn't she just give her the cash? Yeah, she felt bad that she took Ashley's tips. So she said, here's a wedding ring, I guess. From my ex Also, why was she carrying it around? Like a creeper. Or did she find her later, which is even worse. Yeah, both are bad. Yes. Um. So Ashley just brings up, she's like, I have a ring. Veronica gave it to me. I'm like, okay. It's like a five-year-old being like, look what I found. I, I found this. It's shiny. It was in the dirt. It's a penny. <laughs> um, so Amy tells Ashley, she's like, I think dad found a couple. And Ashley says, a couple of what? <laughs> Very good. Um, so she's talking about Donovan and Leanne, but she doesn't say who it is yet. She's just talking about a couple. And then Ashley says something rude. Um, and it's that Amy is always trying to get somebody else to do what she should be doing. Ashley AKA gets, trying to get the baby adopted to two people that are capable of taking care of a Yeah, Ashley a baby, is very, very upset about the baby getting adopted. And I don't really get why. Yeah, I don't know. Because she's weird. She's very weird. She already, no one pays attention to her. And that's Maybe not going to... She thinks she'll have a friend. But it's not going to get better 
if there's a baby around Less that means attention will be that 100 percent of the attention will be on the baby because it's a baby yeah it's weird she's very like she's very against the adoption she's and even, i don't she's get more it. against it than george ever was yeah george is kind of like i don't want it but whatever and she's like i will not be your sister so, anymore i will leave the country if this yeah, baby is adopted she's po'd yeah um so amy tells ashley that um the couple is donovan and leon and ashley is like the worst about it she's mm-hmm. like not supportive of it at all it's a lot um she also says there are a lot of nights i wish i was raised by donovan and leon which me I re- same too. that food looked great i want them to adopt me now chicken out of it and chocolate cake and chocolate cake baby um so Ash- um, oh sorry i was just gonna say ashley basically accuses her of giving away the baby so she can keep ben yeah uh which is like i feel like it's not wrong but also she's giving away the baby because she knows she's not responsible or old enough to take yeah. care of a baby and like, i think ben represents more of like me her having a normal teenage life yeah she's like and- if I keep this baby, I can't keep Ben, which means I can't do all these other things that normal teenagers do. But the weird thing is that Ben is also against the baby being Yeah, adopted. Ben really... He wants to keep the baby, too. Wants so. to take care of the baby, which I feel like he's saying, but once the baby's born... Like, if he's, if they're like, okay, cool, you and I will take care of the baby together and Ricky can come over, I guess, sometimes. Like, <laughs> Ben is not... Once the baby is here, Ben is going to be like, I regret I don't know my what choices. To do I don't, I, he seems like the kind of dude who's never held a baby. Oh, I'm sure. He's like such a gangly motherfucker. How does he even put a ba- hold a baby without it like hurting it? <laughs> it's all bones up there. It's so bony, it's man. It's nothing cuddly it's not there. Comfy for a baby? No, it's not. Anyway, uh, so Amy's mad about that. Ashley storms out, and then we go on. Well, before that, oh, there's I... the mad grab for the wedding ring. Oh yeah, because she had, Ashley she gave had... it to Amy because Amy was like, maybe I'll give it to Ben, and then Ashley is mad that she wants to stay with Ben, so she's giving the baby up. So she like tries to get the ring, and Amy's like, no. Like, yeah, it was cool. very soap opera, this weird dramatic. I'm like, are you guys gonna wrestle on the floor again? I loved that. I wish they would. I mean, it's a good look. <laughs> um, so then we move on to the Boykovichs. Um, and <laughs> Ben is in his room, and Leo is trying to comfort him about. Amy and the whole situation um and Leo is proud of Ben for standing up to Amy I'm proud of him for making any decision I'm not so proud that he was like you're not being honest with me and because I don't think that Ricky coming over was a big deal no like it wasn't like he was coming over and they were like yep it's a date and I'm just not gonna tell my boyfriend it's so it's very kind of like a weird controlling thing of like I need to know if you're ever around someone. I need to know if you're ever around anyone ever so that I know that I have no competition. I'm like, because at this point, like Ricky thinks he has feelings for Amy, but Amy has not given any indication of that other than the fact that they slept together one time six months ago. Yeah, she really has shown nothing but disdain. She's mostly just like, I really wish that it wasn't with Ricky and that it was with you. And he's like, well, you love Ricky. I'm like, okay. There's no, it's, he's like pushing her towards Ricky. Yeah. I, ben. I, yeah. So Leo is proud of Ben. I'm proud of Ben like 50%. I'm 50% like maybe we could have handled this th- a little bit differently, yeah, but I whatever. I think the way he finally handled it with like he was very calm and like yeah, there was still no yelling. pretty loving. Like he was like not mad at her. He's like, listen, I love you, but and I want you to make a choice and I'm going to give you space. And I'm like, that's respectful. But yes. the reason why this fight started was stupid because yes. she's allowed to see people. At, it's at her family house with her parents and sister there. Like, yeah. what do you think they're going to do? Boink some more? Boinkovich? <laughs> Boinkovich? 
Um, so Ben admits to Leo that he thinks it might be better for the baby if Amy and Ricky were together. And I say to this, if they want to be together, then sure. But if they don't want to be together. But I don't think that they should force it just for the sake of the baby. Which is because you always hear about, like, you always say, like, oh, they're staying together for the kids. And it's like, they're 15. Yeah. This is like, don't, there's enough divorces and people splitting up as it is. Yeah. That's just begging for a divorce or a split up, an ugly split up instead of like, why don't we just be co-parents that aren't, or we adopt this baby out and sometimes see him on the weekends. Right. God. Yeah. They've, I get, I got mad during these next couple episodes. Oh, I texted you because I was mad. Yes. Oh, we'll get to it. Oh, we'll. Because I have a lot to say to Brenda. We'll get there. Um, so next we're in the hallway at school and Shauna calls Jack. Oh, I did want to mention oh. Ben has a satchel. That's all. Oh, yes. Well, also, oh. to, I I had a minor freak out <laughs> because I was like, the school name is Ulysses S. Grant High School. But this introduction, because we always have to have a shot of the front gates of the school. So because we know where we are. And it's like, we get it. There's lockers. <laughs> we know it's a school. I <laughs> thought we were at the roller rink. I wish. <laughs> Um, but it was zoomed in on just like Grant High School. And I'm like, did they change the name of the school? But later in this very episode, they zoom out and it's Ulysses S. Grant. I'm glad that you were fulfilled. So it was a very, um, moving journey for me. Thank you. Thank you for your testimony. Thank you. Amen. Um, so Shauna has been thinking about Jack all weekend. And guess what? She doesn't actually have a boyfriend. She lied because she thinks Jack is too young for her, which, which he is correct. Is. She he is 20. She's 20 and he is 16. And I'm good. No. Um, and he says, what are you, 20? That's not that old. I said, thanks, Jack. Thanks, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she wants to, like, do a little relationship thing with Jack, but she doesn't want him to get too crazy. Um, because she, she doesn't like clingy. She doesn't like clingy, which is 100% what Jack is. So this is going to work out very king well. Of cling. That's good. Thank you. I want to get that on like a bumper sticker or something. I'm the king of cling. <laughs> that could be I like a, a villain in like a laundry detergent commercial or like um, or dryer uh, sheets. Yeah. I was thinking um, cling wrap. Oh, yeah. yeah that's um, good. Plastic wrap. Um, so... Shauna doesn't want their relationship to affect Jack and Duncan's relationship. Which has been so developed Well, so I'm far. like, they've done mentoring like two times. And they just caught a drug deal. They caught a drug deal and who knows what they did the other time. Like, math? <laughs> okay. Um, so Jack is like, I have to go. I have to go fix what I did. So he hangs up. Well, he, well, first he's like, I have to go. Uh, I love you. That was and so she's funny. Like, uh, hold on. And he's like, just kidding. That was pretty cute. I was, I was. That like, was good. Yeah. I was like, oh, that was actually kind of endearing. Yes. Um. So Jack has to go fix what he did with Grace, where he came over and was upset about Shauna. So he was like, uh, all women are bad except and, for you. And so I save you. Adrian and Ricky are sleeping together. Just so you know. LOL. So yeah. So Jack runs off, and then we see. The good old Millie and Vanilli, Madison and Lauren. Oof troop, back at it again. Uh, we haven't seen them in like three or four episodes, yeah. and I missed them. I, this episode brought back some of my my friends because Alice comes yes. back in this episode, and I, what a breath of fresh air Alice right? was. These two though, these chuckleheads, they're <laughs> wild. So they're talking about Ben, and they're like, oh my god, he was so clingy, and he took up too much of Amy's time. She we never, never hung out with us. We never got to see her ever. 
And then it's so funny because Lauren's like, I mean, we never got to see her. And, and it's, I mean, I know that I wasn't allowed to go to her house anymore because she's pregnant and whatever, but it's like, Ben's fault. She could still spend time with us. I was like, where? You're not allowed to hang out with her. So I don't understand. Also, all you do is tell her secrets. Yeah. What you is she? Assholes. To be fair, they're really bad friends. Like, I'm not surprised Amy oh, doesn't ter- talk to them. They're terrible friends. And, like, they started fighting over her baby daddy. Yeah. And, like, that was, I think that was the last time we saw them was when they were, like, we we want Ricky to try and seduce us. Like, yeah, pretty much. That was like, their kind of their Or at the wedding, time. I guess. Oh, they were or, a delight at the wedding. When they wore matching bridesmaids. Yellow bridesmaids. <laughs> when dresses. they were surprise bridesmaids. That's still what you and I are going to do. We need somebody that we know somebody out get there. get married Get married quick. and invite us so we can be surprise bridesmaids. You're going to be shocked. And we will be excited. Um, So Jason comes up to them and he's like, he tells Madison that it seems like he and Madison are just friends, not boyfriend and girlfriend. Because if you recall, they are dating. Yes, they are. Um, Henry told Madison what Jason said at the wedding about how he and Madison are together because he's a lazy dater. That that sentence was so complicated. I know. It was a lot. Um, Basically, Jason said at the wedding... That he was like, I'm only dating her because I don't want to try. Yeah, he was like, I see her a lot. And I said, that's a girl. That's a girl. <laughs> so he asked her out. Um, so Lauren is like, yeah, you are a lazy dater. You, you basically only know me and Madison. You can't date me. Well, we know that you can date your sister. Apparently you can. Adrian. Um, but apparently Lauren and Jason's parents want Jason to go out with some other girls because they know that he and Madison aren't going to last and that he should be exploring his other options. I said, y'all sound like horrible people. You won't let Amy come over just because she's pregnant. They're very controlling. You want Jason to break up with his girlfriend for no reason. For no reason. Like, cool. Like, I just don't like what you're doing here. And uh, maybe try something else. Um, so Jason like storms away and they're keep talking about it was very weird dumb stuff and then Lauren orders Madison to make up with Jason because she wants Madison to use all of her fighting energy to fight Ben not Jason I said this they are middle schoolers relatable they they never got out of middle school I mean they're only freshmen I know but like they're early middle school they're like sixth grade middle school yeah she's like listen we need to focus all of our energy on fighting Ben and then tomorrow we're both gonna wear the same shirt it's gonna be so cool it's like when your friend would call and they'd be like wear a skirt with me tomorrow yeah yeah I don't want to be the only one wearing a skirt we'll both look we'll both wear a skirt because I want to wear my new skirt (laughs) okay great um, so Jack goes up to Grace and he's like, I just want to retract all my comments that I made the other day. I just, I shouldn't have said those things. And Grace is like, well, I already called uh, Adrian and told her that I knew. So sorry. Bye. Um, so Jack says that um, Shauna is the first girl Jack has had feelings for since he dated Grace, which Alice overhears and comes over. Oh, Alice gets pissed. So Alice is mad. She's like, uh, excuse me. And he's like, Okay. Uh, yeah, he's you're like, excused. <laughs> he's like, you're my, f- I like you. You're my friend. And so I know we then, had that cool kiss outside of the wedding, but I was, I'm he, not into it. He said, I know Kate ships this, but I'm not for it. <sighs> um, Fuck you, Jack. You guys would be the coolest couple. So Alice doesn't like any of this. So she um, hisses at him. Hisses at Grace and Jack. I said, okay. Weird, but cool, I guess. Uh, great. Um, so then Grace bumps into Ricky in the hallway and Adrian is like, 
you can see her and you can see that she's seeing it. I don't know if you if she can hear the conversation. Like it's kind of, it's weird. Um, this is the point where I made a note in all caps and I took a picture of my note and sent it to Kate because Ricky is wearing a vest over a hoodie. It's rough. I will call the police right now. <laughs> You're going to be in prison just like your dad. He looks awful because those are normally he's like fine like he's pretty neutral yeah i would say he has kind of the most normal of the clothes but he's wearing like a gray hoodie like and then is wearing a black satin maybe i'm not sure he's wearing a black vest over it with jeans and we don't know why there's no explanation and i don't like it why Ricky. Ricky? (laughs) Ricky. Um, So then Alice and Henry are talking about Ben and Amy. And Alice is, like, confused about, like, the breakup and why Ben didn't tell her. Which, at this point, I was like, wait, did they break up? Yeah, everyone in this episode is is like, they broke up, basically. And they're like, but they didn't. They just kind of... Or had a little spat. Yeah, mm. I don't know. It's weird. Um, so Alice is like, well, I don't know why he wouldn't tell me because Ben is my best friend too. And Al- and Henry's like, no, he's not. He's my best friend. You're. He was only best friends with you because I was dating you. So rude. It's like, okay. And Alice is like, it is sexist to assume that we were only friends because we were together. And I'm like, okay, but he still didn't tell you about the breakup. So <laughs> also it's like... I guess maybe it must have happened off camera because I'm like, we haven't seen Henry in 5,000 years either. I know, we haven't seen anybody but like our core, our core drama yeah. friends. Yes. Um. So then Alice says the best thing I've ever heard. Oh, no. <laughs> she says, that's not the test of friendship, knowing things. Oh, I wrote this down too. The test of friendship is whether or not you hate the same people. And I said, that is that the is basis us. upon which all of my friendships are built. No, for sure. I saw that. I wrote that down, too, because I thought it was very relevant. Yeah. Um. So then Ben comes up and he's like, guys, stop talking about Amy. And Henry calls her a harlot. Uh. And Ben's like, please, please stop. don't call her that. And he says, what do you call a girl that's married to one guy and also tries to date the father of her baby? They probably don't even have a name for that. I think Alice says that. One of them says Some of that. Some says that. They, a harlot. And then, I think Alice says that. And then um, Henry's like, a harlot. Yeah. What do you call a girl who's fake married to one guy and saw the other guy from across the room once? Ugh. What a slut. A harlot. A slut. <laughs> I'm a slut. Um, so then. You're um, my slut. Henry says that this is all Alice's fault because Ben was interested in Grace, but Alice pointed out Amy to him. I said, this is not Alice's fault. This has nothing to do Alice with Alice did not impregnate Amy. Alice did not force Ben to do anything. Like this Also, is... being like, oh, that girl's cute. How dare you? <laughs> Wild. I just um, had an idea for merch. Okay. So what if we had like little like best friend lockets, except <gasps> one of them says, I'm a slut. And the other one says, I'm having a baby. You're... Oh. I was going to say you're my slut, but I'm having a baby is also very good. Oh my god, that would be good. Listen, I'm such a whore. No, I'm you're my, a, you're my whore. whore. You're my whore. God, that's so good. That clip was going around Twitter for a I while. Know, I know. I really wanted to <sighs> reply to everyone that replied to With it and say, that. listen to our podcast. I know. It came up and I was like, are you kidding me? We're in the zeitgeist. Uh, anyway, so anyway. next we go to Melina's office and Ben comes in and he's like, listen up. I got some stuff to tell you. And Mark is like, nope, do not tell me any of this. This is not my job. So Mark has decided that he is cutting off all the kids that want to talk about personal issues. He's only there to talk about school, colleges, extracurricular activities, schedules. That's it. No personal business. 
So Jack comes in and he's like, hey, I need to talk to you about the mentoring program. He's like, yes. And Mark's like, finally, great. Someone wants to talk to me about what is actually my job. So he makes Ben leave. And then Jack sits down. He's like, hey, listen, I kind of want to do my mentee's uh, older sister. And Mark is like, oh, get out of my get office. Out. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Um, so then Adrian comes in. <laughs> <laughs> this was the best joke of Jack all time. Jack is still sitting there. And Adrian comes in and she's like, hey, I'm thinking about having sex with my brother. And Mark just leaves the office. He just it's, gets up and walks away. And she's like, did I say something? What did I say? I was like, so good. Cool. I, I also made a fashion note. Tell um, me. Melina's wearing like a, he, he's wearing like a maroon blazer. And it made me think of the colorful suits the boys on The Bachelor wear. Yes. He was the ahead of his time. I know. I'm like, oh, Melina, instead of marrying that lady who knocked down your door or whatever, um, you should have got on The Bachelor. He I bet he would have won. I mean, no. Mark Molina for Bachelor. Oh, dude, this is the this is the hill I'll die on. <laughs> this is it. Um, I'm there. So next, we're back in the hallway, and Ben sees Amy come in for school, and they just kind of look at each other. Really then, sad, like sad little puppies. Yeah, they look very awkward, and then they just kind of like walk by each other, and they don't say anything. You know, it's weird. What? This is so off topic. Um, what's new? So. Why do they call it puppy dog eyes? Like, sad eyes? Dogs are... Puppies are rarely sad looking. I think they mean, like, the puppy they're... that's in, like, the shelter and wants you to, like, adopt. It's like, oh, I, like, ooh, look at me. Look, <laughs> look at me. I'm a puppy. I'm so sad. I just feel like I never... Even those kind of puppies, it's kind of like... They're usually excited and, like... Yeah, I don't happy. really think it's a thing, but... It's like a cartoon thing. Yeah. It's like know. a thing in the movies. I just thought about that. Not in real that, life. Isn't that funny? Ain't that funny? Ain't that ain't that funny? Welcome back to our show. <laughs> ain't that just funny? Um. So next, we're at the Jurgenses. The Jurgens. And Anne is making a lovely floral arrangement. I said maybe you should be a florist instead of an architect because it looks great. Good job. Um. So George comes in, and she's very obsessed with it though. She, yes. Um. So he is like, what's that for? Um, so Anne is making the house look nice for a prospective couple that's coming over to talk about the possibly adopting the baby. Um, their names are Jim and Linda. He said, thanks for letting me know. Um, also, George is just not at Jim not at Linda. work for fun, I guess. Um, she's like, why aren't you at work? He's like, Donovan's watching the store. Donovan's there. I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe that's why you don't have any money. Money. Um, so then George is trying to talk up Donovan and Leon because that's why he, she's like, why aren't you at work? And he. He's like, oh, Donovan's there, and he can handle anything. And he's so he smart. And Leon, they're so nice and responsible. They're great, they're great cooks. They're so much money. <laughs> I'm like, okay, very smooth and casual. Not weird at all. Not a weird thing to do. Um, so then we go to a hilarious scene at the Bowmans. So Kathleen. Oh, this is wild. This is very wild. Kathleen's cleaning out the fridge. She like opens a Tupperware and sniffs it and it's like, ooh. That's the most accurate parent thing I've ever seen on the right? show, though. I'm like, that's real. Except for then. No, that's also real, though. The next she, part is real. She finds like a half empty bottle of wine and she just opens it and takes a swig in the middle of the afternoon. I respect her and I And then her. Marshall is home for lunch and he catches her. And he's like, hmm, interesting. And she's like, are you here for a lecture? <laughs> Yeah, so apparently Marshall is still mad at Kathleen about the whole George thing. Oh my god, move on. It's been weeks. It's been... Like, <laughs> <three weeks. laughs> 
it's like what a baby yeah also just like get over it we get it like and all, ugh, just so weird yeah so like, i get being upset but it's like have for you guys, that like, long have you guys like haven't you guys talked it out and figured this out apparently not um so kathleen tells him that she's been getting drunk and pulling her taffy in the afternoon so funny because he's like i wanted to talk about how we haven't been having much sex and she's like well i've been getting drunk in the afternoon taking care of myself i said okay (laughs) and then she says she's kidding about part of it but i don't remember she's like i was just kidding about the drunk part and i was like damn oh so then marshall has like a little bit of a boner thinking about that part yeah he's like i like that i I like that part (laughs) um so they talk a little bit and she says that she wishes that marshall wasn't so perfect because it's hard for her to make mistakes because it seems like he never makes mistakes yeah that's incorrect he has literally broken so many hipaa violations in his life but whatever fine perfect teeth and your perfect hair and your perfect butt she says it like that she She says it's a perfect butt butt. and it reminds me of my favorite shakespearean line ever is it? Call me butt love. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Call me butt love. I laugh every time. That's our band name. Call that's me, our family band. Call me butt love. Or just butt love. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kathleen finally is like, please just forgive me. And apparently Marshall has been like not actually mad at her. She just never asked for forgiveness. So he was like, fine, I'm mad at you. What a petty bitch. Like <laughs> toxic. This is, I said, wrote down, this is not what Jesus would do. Toxic. Toxic. You are very toxic. <laughs> yeah. To, to just say, like, it is not up to another person to ask for forgiveness. You're just supposed to forgive them, regardless of if they're sorry or what, like, you're just forgive them. And That's it's just the point. Like, and also, like, it is this, just like, oh, I'm just waiting for this magic words. It it's isn't like, a thing that it should require that much forgiveness. Like, it happened seven, she, they've been married for 17 ago. years. And that was before they met. Well, that's what she says. She's like, I wanted to tell you, but I didn't want to Mm. seem like a woman that cheats on her husband. So I lied. Well, yeah, it's because... Because why would And you, why would it ever you're matter? You're on the first date with a guy and you're like, well, I was married, which is already baggage. You know, yeah. like I already had a husband and um, guess what? I cheated on him. So where's our second date happening? Chili's? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think their first date was? Olive, Olive Garden. Garden. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Claire. <laughs> Anyway, we nailed it. <laughs> I'm very proud of us. Our um, rehearsals went so well. I'm glad that worked out. Because <laughs> as you know, this whole podcast is completely scripted. It is. And yes. we rehearse it <laughs> over and over and say it perfectly. I've memorized my lines. Yes. Um, yeah. So Marshall forgives Kathleen. Oh, and yay. he's like, great, time to go boink. And he like literally picks, picks her, her up. up and like puts her over his shoulder and she's like wait 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 tom's home tom's home oh beans and also it's like you can't have sex when your kid's home i I know it's like tell tom to go downstairs you do it all the time i mean i feel like people have sex when their kids are home just that's how they get other kids just don't yell (laughs) stop yelling um so tom is home because tammy he's mad at tammy for not talking to him same like wait he's not speaking to tammy because tammy's not speaking to him i was like man tom is so pure <laughs> is I he love him listen oh my god <laughs> so just it gets good it gets good hey, so hey boys and girls it gets good so we're back at the jurgens and Anne is waiting for jim and linda but they have been bamboozled and taken into the garage into by george his lair. 
<laughs> and he's like making them sit in the garage and he's like, ah, oh, you want a beer? And Jim's like, sure. And Linda's like, maybe that's why we haven't been able to adopt is because you keep drinking during the interviews. I was like, I need to see a whole show about Jim and Linda. Jim and Linda, I wrote in my notes, Linda is chewing the scenery. I love her. She's like, I'm on this show for one scene and I'm going to rock it. So they start their interview by like Linda complaining about the fact that she's infertile. And she's yeah. like, I just think it's really annoying that I've been trying to have a baby for years and your dumbass kid got <laughs> pregnant the first time she had sex. I was like, well, because she's like that this 15 year old got pregnant and he's like, it was her first time too. <laughs> I was like, I don't think Linda would be very good in like job interviews. She's like oh an oversharer. Well, and that's like, one of the tips they always tell you. They're like, don't talk bad about your last boss. Right. And she would be like, let me tell you about my last boss, this guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Jim and Linda do not want an open adoption. Jim and Linda is the most generic white right? names I've ever heard. Like I went to church with 5,000 Jim and Lindas. I have... An uncle named Jim and an aunt named Linda. So here we are. Um, I'm, I'm like going through my family catalog. Like, hmm, who do I have? Um, so Jim and Linda do not want an open adoption. And George is like, well, I, I want one because I want to see my grandson. Like, well, because don't they... They say that they don't want the kid to be confused and grow up with, like, two mommies and two mm-hmm. daddies and three grandparents. Well, I'm like, isn't, isn't George kind of, like, trying to scare him off first? Yes. He wants to. Because at first I think they're, like, open to the idea, like, or at least not yeah, yelling about a little open bit. adoption. And he's like, well, well. The whole thing George is trying to do is try to scare them off because he thinks they seem like good people. And so he's like, but I want Donovan and Leon to have the baby. So he's, like, trying to sabotage. Um, so he also... To- apparently off screen told Jim and Linda that Anne has mental problems and that's why she's not she's there. She's not there. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, so George sends them on their way. He's like, nope, this isn't going to work out because I want an open adoption. Goodbye. And so Anne sees him from the window and she screams and George is like, run, run, run. <laughs> and like makes them run away. I was like, this it was wild. is great I think, content. I think I made a note about the um, music at this scene because it was like pretty wild um, let me find it. It just sounds like like yakety sax kind of. It's like Um, so Anne is mad. Um, uh, what's Obviously. New? Anne is mad about George sabotaging the adoption. So then there's a phone call and it's Donovan and he's like, "I just wanted to call and talk." And Donovan is assuming that George has already told Anne you know, about like adults would the them wanting to adopt the baby and so he's like, "Well, I didn't know if George had talked to you." And I don't remember what George had said, like, if they were going to move or, like, I don't remember. But she, he's like, oh, I didn't know if George had already told you. And she's like, oh, yeah, sure, he did. And she's, he's like, That Great. he was running the store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Because and he was like, she's like, how's the store? Is it okay? You all right? And so Donovan is like, well, the baby and this and that. And when we adopt the baby and Anna's like, huh? What? Who? So, whom? Whoops. <laughs> and I think the cut probably cut to George. He's like, uh-oh. <laughs> so, once again, all the world's problems in the show would be solved by communication. That's kind of every show. Yeah, that's true. Which always gets me. Whenever that's, like, the plot of a show, it's like, just talk to each other or stop interacting with each other completely. Those are your options. <laughs> yes. Um, so then we are back at school. I don't think anyone has ever gone to class, but In my it's notes fine. it says... It is Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeping track. Just letting you know where we're at. Um, so Madison and Lauren are trying to cheer Amy up and they're like, you know what? Ben is weak. 
I was like, I agree. He's probably about 90 pounds anyway. <laughs> I don't think they meant physically, but I know but he I is know physically, he is physically. I, I know it. I did want to do another fashion corner. I was really watching the, the clothes. Lauren is wearing a white turtleneck, a shiny metallic leather jacket, and a huge rainbow necklace. She's an icon. And I said, mood, I guess. <laughs> I would say that. I wouldn't. So then they have this weird conversation about being tied to people. And Amy's like, if I keep this baby, I'm tied to Ricky, but I want to be tied to Ben. I was like, kinky. (laughs) (laughs) Claire, that's a joke I would make. (laughs) I was channeling my inner Kate and I said, and I got horny. (laughs) (laughs) So Amy wants to go give Ben Veronica's ex-husband's ring. (laughs) Madison and Lauren this show is so dumb (laughs) Madison and Lauren are like please don't do that that's what we call a bad idea where I'm from from where I'm from it's a bad idea to get fake married at 15 again Um, so well because that was a plot point when they got fake married was that she didn't get him a ring and so I feel like she thinks somehow subconsciously like that's why he's mad this will fix it she's like if I give him a ring it'll prove that I like him (laughs) I promise I like you I promise I like you um so then Henry and Alice are worrying that they're all conspiring to get Ben back and Ben Think Ben is telling them, like, listen, first of all, calm down because we're not even broken up. Like, yeah, like Ben is so chill it during is this, which confirmed I confirmed really... that I wasn't just confused. They literally didn't break up. No, yeah. They he he's like, We didn't break up. We're just like we're just taking t- a little breather. Just giving her some space, like I said I would. Um so Ben is actually kind of half and half on if I like him or not in this scene because he says something really, I think, correct, and it's that Amy wants to love Ben but she probably doesn't and she doesn't know who she loves. Because she's 15 and you don't know You don't know anything. Anything about love except for your parents yeah. and sisters. Well and I think that she just wants I, she wants to like cling to being normal and so mm-hmm. she's like well the normal thing is for me to have a boyfriend and I have one so I love him. And I mean when you're 15 all you want is validation. All yes. you want is someone to like you and to like to to want to be around you, you know, especially like, and that would increase tenfold when you're pregnant. Yeah. And you're like, no one's ever going to want me, but this guy does. So I want to love him, but yeah. I don't know what love is. Exactly. So Ben is having like an existential crisis because he's like, well, but she was attracted to Ricky. She slept with him. I was like, that doesn't mean she loves him. Yeah. Just, you can be attracted to someone and I mean, hate them. Ricky's like, a grade A hottie. He, except for that vest, man. He, yeah. I'll say grade A minus hottie. I'll take one point off for the vest, but yes. But yes. Um. So he said he needs a sign that Amy really loves him. And I'm like, okay, cool. Great. Sure. Um, sure and good and great. Like, is the sign that she wants to give up the baby so that she can, like, spend all of her time with you and not with the but baby? But he doesn't but even want that. He wants no. her to say, like, let's move away into a cottage together, you, me, and the baby. Yeah, it's weird. Um. So then... Adrian passes Grace in the hallway and she calls her naive. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is an amazing scene. This, this is scene, A plus content. I really liked this scene actually. It was good. Um, so she calls her naive and they're gonna You're so naive. And Grace is like, bitch. Cool. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, not yet. <laughs> so they start fighting about Ricky, and Grace is like, I'm a nice girl and you're not. And Ricky wants a nice girl. And that's not what you are. And she says, Oh yeah. What am I? And Grace says, <laughs> she says, 
you're the the B B word. word. And Adrian's like, ooh. So then they start like. You got me. They start like circling around like two dogs, like about to fight each other. And people are just standing around watching. You know that's us. Yeah, we're like. Something's happening. Something's happening. So I'm going to be late to fourth period, but it's going to be worth it. So then they, Adrian says, are you going to say a prayer, you little Bible thumping two-faced virgin? Bum, bum, bum. And Grace says, oh, sure. God help Adrian because she's a bitch. That was sick. Whoa! That burn kind of rocked Grace. So that- I liked Grace a lot more when she right? said that. I was like, I was that's like, Grace said the B word. And also I it was a funny burn for her to say, pretend to be praying and be like, Adrian, please help her. She's a bitch. I just want to say, <laughs> if you do, if you people out there in the world don't know, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. The Swifty. I'm a Swifty. I'm a hardcore Swifty. And I'm a Swiffer. <laughs> her most recent album that she released, um, Reputation, she says shit on it. <gasps> Did you know that? No. She Is that says, the first time she's cussed in an Other album? than like damn or hell. Like she said yeah. damn or hell, but she said the most iconic um, line ever. I screamed. Uh, I have a video somewhere in my Snapchat of me screaming this at, at the concert. concert. <laughs> in her, in one of her songs, she says, if a man talks shit, then I owe him nothing. Which is a good line. <sighs> Give me chills just thinking about it. And it was like, I remember the first time I listened to that album and I heard it and I literally thought that I had like blacked out. And I was like, oh my God, because she had always had the reputation of like clean, clean, the reputation and so her, uh, I see your face <laughs> looking at me and I'm not going to acknowledge it. Okay. Um, so what's new? <laughs> so it was like crazy. And that's what I felt like this was, is that Grace this whole time has been like, I'm praying for you. I, great. I'm here to support you. And then she's like, you're a bitch. It was awesome. I was like, I love it. I also liked the line. Um, they were, when they were arguing and circling, um, Grace is like, stop having sex with guys I'm going out with. It's, <laughs> um, Adrian. Adrian, that's her name, <laughs> says, stop going out going out with guys I'm sleeping with. And it made me think of like, get your peanut butter out of my chocolate. Get your chocolate out of my peanut butter. What? Like the Reese's. Oh, okay. It's like a Reese's thing, right? <laughs> and then, uh, we don't eat peanuts in this house. Um, oh, so we, st- we are not standing. We, we have decided to unstand. So then after she calls Adrian the B word, um, Adrian grabs grace by the hair and they start fighting which like, is really just them grabbing each other on the head by the scruff of the neck and like s- like doing a little dance it's so they're just like holding each other by the neck and being like ah ah um ah. so ricky sees it and he just turns around and leaves he just and, smiles and leaves and i said he was presumably presumably gonna go pull his taffy yeah, like, yeah he like smiles he's and like he's like i smirks. gotta go he's like hell yeah <laughs> um so then grace just starts laughing and she's like are you crying like, or crying? laughing and she's like, I, is this funny? And now they're just friends again. It was so cute, though. It was really good. I was like, I, I really actually like their friendship. Like it. Yes. They're so, because they're both girls that don't have like a lot of friends. And like, no, they, they don't, really don't have, have any friends. They don't have any girlfriends or anything. And so they are kind of awkward around each other. And them just like laughing and holding each other by the hair. And right? then just like, I was like, oh, like. They I don't can... know how to be friends with anybody because they don't have friends. But They've it's only cute ever had for like them figuring out how. Yeah. It's like I really. Well, do you remember like when it. Adrian got a desk and they just talked about desks for like five no. minutes? <laughs> it's so cute. I'm like, they Aw. just have never really had any like 
interaction with anyone that wasn't like trying to trying sleep, to with, sleep them. with them yeah and um, i i really like their wild friendship. i really like their friendship i think yes. it's i was because i was like oh this cat fight and then at the end i was like oh my god they're so cute though yes so then they start talking about ricky and grace says that ricky could someday be a good and faithful husband and i said cool cool sure i guess I mean, anybody could <laughs> i could mean be they a, will <laughs> i mean i could be a good and faithful husband if you i could. tried um so then adrian is like well i have a new guy in my life and i think he could be a good and faithful husband to me and she's like oh who is it he's like my, my brother <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story i'll tell you later <laughs> uh yeah so they walk off and they're friends again and it's all fine and the, it's so cute because she's like Adrian's like, I like your hair like this, all kind of roughed up. And she's yeah. like, I like yours too. I'm like, you guys are great. dumb. Um, so then Ricky talks to Amy about Ben. And They're in the band room. Yes. The band room. Um, so then, well, and Ricky says that Ben is a wuss, which is correct. True. 100% true. Um, so actually, they're not there in the hallway. Oh, when do they get in the band room? It's the next episode. <gasps> Spoilers. Spoilers. Sorry. Um, no, they're in the hallway because Ricky starts oh, talking about... Right. He's like, you know, I agreed to the adoption, but I think it's real. It's going to be really hard. Like, we're going to hold him and we're going to see him. His and little toes. He's, we're going to see his little hands and his little feet and his little toesies. He did not say toesies. I said toesies. <laughs> but he's like, and then we're just going to have to give him up. And Amy just starts crying. So yeah. he's like, oh, um, oh, God. So he hugs her. And then he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 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 And then Grace, Adrian, and Ben all just stumble upon them hugging in the hallway and just like look at them. And they're just like, oh, oh, beans. <laughs> Um, so how dare they hug? It's so rude of them. Um, yeah. So then, and go, Adrian's just oh, like yeah. not Adrian, but um, there's just a lot of shots of eye contact, and Amy's staring at Ben, and Ben's staring at Amy, and I'm just like, okay, stop hugging him. <laughs> just I stop. Guess. It's a, okay. You can always stop. So then we go to Adrian's, and it's girls' night girls with Grace night. and Adrian. They got a ton of food. It looks yeah. sick. It looks great. Um, so they're mad at Amy for hugging Ricky. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and they're like talking about like Grace and Ricky and Adrian and the whole thruple of. And it they're all. like, I can't believe she got married to a guy and now is hugging Ricky. What the hell? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I hate high schoolers. Um, so they're. T- she's like, I mean, I still kind of love him a little. And Adrian is like, you caught us sleeping together. And Grace says, Oh. I- I thought you guys were having sex. And he's like, just kidding. Ha <laughs> ha. We got some goofs in this episode. These Christians have all the jokes. Man, Her and Jack. They're so funny. Um, Love so you. Then they just have kidding. <laughs> some really messed up conversation yeah. about who Ricky is thinking about when he's having sex with Adrian. Yeah, that's the, that conversation is, think- is has some levels. Is he thinking about Adrian? Is he thinking about Grace? Is he thinking about Amy? Is he thinking about Sean Johnson? He's probably thinking about Grace's hot mom. You know, because she he does talk about how her mom is hot. Yeah, I think we've solved it. It's a hundred percent Kathleen. Yeah. Um. So then we go to the Bowmans. Um. Kathleen, the Bowmans. That is correct because Kathleen and Marshall just boinked. They boinked made it hard, and they're like makeup sex, pretty cool, loving it. Yeah. Another instance of them apparently just having sex, but they're like fully clothed. <laughs> like cool, great. Um, they just undid the zippers and called it a day. They're like, like, you know what? This is fine. Isn't that how Mormons do it? Like through a sheet? I don't want to spread rumors because I don't know. <laughs> and I'm not going to Google be, it. I don't know. I got to go. <laughs> I'm making stuff up. I don't want to end up on some kind of list. We- so I'm not Googling it. Um, a so- Mormon hit list. <laughs> Marshall talks about wanting to expand their family. And Kathleen yeah. says, no, 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 no. 
<laughs> Wild. Kathleen's like, listen, I have a lot of great times here by myself drinking wine at noon. And so, I don't want to lose that. Um, so apparently when they first found out that Amy might want to give the baby up for adoption, Grace wanted Kathleen and Marshall to adopt the baby. I think she might have mentioned it in an episode. I feel like I we, don't remember. We're probably like, well, why don't we adopt a baby? And it's wild to just be like, hey, mom and dad, instead of a dog, do you think we could get a baby? Also, um, mom, it's your ex-husband's daughter's Grandson, like baby. Cool. Great. I think that's going to have no weird strings attached at all. Yeah. Um, so Marshall is like, yeah, I think that was mostly because she just wanted Ricky to come over and see the baby. <laughs> Wild. Um, but Marshall Le- wants... These kids and their logic. Man. Marshall wants to think about maybe adopting some other kids, which is nice. But Kathleen is like, I don't know, man. If we had other kids, we wouldn't have so much time to boink. And he's like, fair point. You're right. And they move on. Discussion over. They're like, you're right. We shouldn't have any more kids. Great. So Kathleen is like, I'm going to go downstairs and get some cookies. I'll be right back. Well, first, okay, this was wild. I want to dissect this with you. Okay. This is very, is it the word pedantic? I don't know. It's very nitpicky. Okay. But first of all, he's he offers to get her something. And she's like, I'll have two chocolate chip cookies with a glass of milk. Make it three. They're kind of small. And I'm like, aw, that's Nice. nice. For him to offer to get her a yeah. snack. And then they talk about adopting a baby and they're like, no. And then she's like, well, I'll go now. I think that was her. Maybe I'm reading Ending too much the conversation. Into it, but I think she was like, A, I want to end the conversation. And B, I just want to reinforce that you did not go to get me cookies. Yeah. Remember when you said you were going to get me cookies? Screw you, dude. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought that was so weird. I was like, what a weird switcheroo. <laughs> um, so Kathleen goes downstairs to get the cookies. Oh, my and God. And she sees a shocking sight, which is Tom and Tammy are in the kitchen in just their bathrobes. And she is like, oh, my God. And they're making they, sandwiches. They they boinked. She's like, oh, God. Oh God. This is such a good scene. So she's like, um, hi, <laughs> what you doing? And they're like, oh, we um, were hungry. And she was like, well, what were you doing that made you so hungry? And they, they're talking and they're like, yeah, we got really hungry. We were doing something that made us really hungry. And she's, <laughs> she's like, so, OK. And so she's like, so what were you doing? And they drop their robes and they're wearing bathing suits. Yeah, they I was, love I love the big dramatic reveal. They're, they're like, like do they like were open their the- bathrobes at the same time. They're like, <laughs> we were in the hot tub. So they went swimming in the hot tub. Um, and Kathleen is like, oh, oh thank God. God. Um. So she's like, hey, next time, make sure that, like, someone in this house other than you guys know that you're in the hot tub because something could happen to you if you're by yourself. Like, we just want to make sure you're okay and that you're safe. And they're like, cool. So Kathleen gets her cookies. She goes back upstairs. And then Tom. and <laughs> Well, she yells after them. She's she, like, and don't have sex. Yeah. I'm like, okay. A little on the nose, Kathleen. Um, so Tom turns to Tammy and he's like, should we have sex? And she's like, um, no, I would like to have a wedding first. And then maybe after, if I feel, feel like it. <laughs> a queen. <laughs> a queen. Um, so Tom is like, okay, you're the boss. And I said, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, consent is not difficult. Tom, Tom gets, gets it. Tom gets it. He's like, yeah, you're the boss. If you don't want to do it, we won't do it. Cool. Hell yeah. I'm like, what? People are wild in this world. Yeah. Anyway. We're off to Duncan's. I don't think that duncan and shauna have a last name um so dunk duncan oh yeah i just call him i go duncan's house duncan's <laughs> house um so jack is trying to teach duncan math and he's like talking about some formula and then duncan is like 
that's not the formula. You're bad at math, dude. And he brings up, he's like, I think you're only mentoring me so that you can hang out near Shauna. He's like, no, man. Um, and he's like, no, no, it's not true. Um, but then he's like, well, we can call it a night because I'm bad at math. So clearly I shouldn't be helping you with this. So he goes outside and he, he's like, bye, Duncan. See you later, Shauna. So then um, Duncan turns around and he's like, Shauna, he's in high school. And she's like, I know. And then she follows him out and they make out for a hot sec. It's nice, <laughs> I suppose. So then she's like, what are you doing Wednesday? And he's like, well, I, 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 I go to church. I'm a, I'm a Christian. My dad. My daddy's a pastor. I mean, I, my dad's a pastor. And she's like, oh, actually, I was going to ask you if you wanted to come to church with me on Wednesday because I go on Wednesdays. And she like explains it. She like rationalizes it. She's like, I don't go on Sundays because of this, this, and that. And I'm like, he just told you he goes to church on Wednesdays. Yeah, cool. You don't need to rationalize. Y'all are cool. You need to explain yourself. Um, so they're going to go to church together. And then she leaves by saying, peace be with you. I say cool and she like kind of tries to like drag him back in the house and he like gets away and they're like all flirty and i'm like okay so shauna comes back in and duncan is like he's like um i know about math you two are boners (laughs) is basically what duncan (laughs) he said i know about math and he's 16 and 16 or he's at 18 minus 16 is two and 18 plus 2 or 20, 20 minus, minus 18 is 2 and 2 plus 2 is 4 and 4 is the many years I'll be in foster care if you sleep with Jack and go to jail and I said damn that's some good math yeah um so she he warns her that <laughs> it's a clear liquid it's fine just a little croy on my butt <laughs> little croy on my butt <laughs> Got some LaCroix in the cannon. Now it's on my butt. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so Duncan is just reminding her that if she sleeps with Jack, it's technically statutory rape. Thank she, you. She could go to prison and he would go into foster care. And Not he's like, good. I'm too old to be adopted and you're too pretty to be in jail. I said, um, Duncan, no one is too old to be adopted. And no one's too pretty to be in jail. Yeah, you could probably be too pretty to be in jail, but I don't know about all that. Um, I love Duncan. I think he's great. No, Duncan's very funny. He's very smart. He's um, he just knows what's what. I feel he's smarter than. Uh, he, also, I feel like the kid who's playing him looks older than Jack. He looks about nineteen. Yeah, it's very weird. He does not look fourteen. He doesn't act fourteen. No. Um. So then I feel we, like they should have oh, got a younger actor. Is all. Yeah, probably. That's all. Like a littler guy, a little boy. Um, I, I love the actor. Well, I feel like they wanted him to be a little bit older so that he it could be, be like chummy. woke a little bit. Like he could be like, I see what's happening here. Like and they didn't want something that could be like too naive, but yeah. I don't and know. it would be like make a twelve-year-old be like, "You guys are having sex." <laughs> so <laughs> that would have been great. Um, so then we go to the Jergens. Oh, um, I had a commercial I wanted to tell you about. Oh, okay. I got an Angry Birds two movie trailer. Was it in Spanish? And it was in Spanish. Why was it in Spanish? I gotta tell you something. We do share a Hulu, so I think we get all the same ads somehow. But we get trailers in Spanish. Why? I don't know. Why do they think that we're that we're Spanish speaking? I mean, Daniel is, but not like primarily. No. Our primary language is English, so I don't know. <laughs> we got the Angry Birds commercial in Spanish too, and it was. It was very and I, jarring. It, yeah, be, and then also the. So why are they making an Angry Birds two? Yeah, why, who even I asked know for they made Angry Birds one? Yeah, the voiceover and also like so the there's like the voiceover that's in English, but then 
Like the characters are speaking in English. They're like, I'm an angry bird. Me too. And then. Are you angry? Me too. <laughs> we're based on a dumb mobile game that isn't relevant anymore. Ha ha ha. Money. And. But then like the guy who's like this summer. He's in Spanish. So he's like. Ah. Donde esta? La biblioteca. <laughs> the only thing we know how to say in Spanish. I think it. How would you say this summer? Because it's. Este verano. Este verano. Angry Birds, too. <laughs> and he's like, I'm an angry bird. It's just so very jarring. Anyway. Um, anyway. Back on the band bus. Off the Angry toot, Bird toot. bus. Toot, toot. Um, so we're at the Jurgenses, And Donovan and Leon have come over to talk to Anne. Um, and they explained that they thought that George might be an obstacle to the adoption. So they asked him <laughs> first. Because he's, <laughs> he's a dumb dumb. And they were like, he's always been... A homophobic piece of turd. So who knows how he'll react? They to also this. said that they learned a lesson from George, and it's <laughs> <laughs> don't judge a book by its horrible cover. I want so them to funny. be the new queer eye guys, right? They'd be great. I would love that. Um, so They're George, like, fix your life, George. George calls Amy, and he's like, "Come talk to Donovan and Leon." And he George screams at her, "Amy!" Wild. Talk to these gay men. <laughs> look at these, look at these queens. <laughs> Can't believe he called them queens. That's so terrible. You gays, <laughs> you gays. Wild. So, um, George and Anne go in the kitchen and they talk about adoption. And he's like, you know, I think we really have to be sure about this adoption before we decide, like, yes or no. Yeah, no shit. I was like, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> okay. Um, so they start reminiscing about the good old days, and they um apologize to each other for everything that they've done wrong which i thought was nice it was, weird, it was a little nice late but whatever because george is like i've never officially apologized for being a shitty husband and cheating on you and she's like cool and i apologize for the things i did so i'm like what were they well I let think me let I, me know she like kind of seems like she's um alluding to the fact that she slept with some the guy from her high school or whatever yeah you remember, the guy college? in chicago yeah but, and then Ashley comes in and she's like, I don't forgive she either. Said, yeah. I don't forgive either of you. And then she takes an egg out of the fridge and she slams it on the ground. It's wild. <laughs> said, first of all, eggs don't grow on trees. You, got, coming to the you got money? What was she coming to the kitchen to do? I don't know. She Yell? just comes in, opens the fridge, is like, I don't forgive either of you. An egg. Let me just break this on the ground and walk away like a Because it kind of seemed like she was coming to the kitchen to get the egg. <laughs> Good. And then she's like... You know what? Screw this egg. She was going to offer them an egg in this, in this trying, trying time, time. But then she said, you know what? You don't deserve this egg. You know what? I, I, texted, I offer the floor an egg in this trying time. I texted Daniel today and I said, you know what? Hard boiled eggs are so good. They are. I love eggs so much, man. Dude, I made deviled eggs. Remember those? Yes. <laughs> I have your Tupperware to give you. Oh, great. I forgot. Um, So that was a lot um so then we go back to donovan and leon and they want amy to be sure about the adoption because they almost adopted oh, once before so this makes me very angry because it none of it makes sense okay so no, it doesn't make sense but they almost adopted because they had some foster, foster kids, kids and they wanted to adopt them and everything was going fine and but then the biological family found out that they were gay so they said no they can't adopt the kids so, and but they also didn't take their kids back they just left they them just in the system. They just went back into foster care. And I would just like to say... That's not how any of this That works. is not how any of this works, Brenda. I'm mostly heated because we have been also watching Seventh Heaven. Ooh, ooh. That was 
very flat. <laughs> Everyone, don't don't leave. Just hey, leave don't me alone. Listen, hey, don't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> just forget that ever happened. Anyway, um, we've been watching Seventh Heaven, and there is a crazy storyline where the pat the dad the pastor in seventh heaven he finds this kid in his office his kid this kid like snuck into his office to sleep there because he's in an orphanage and he ran away so they kind of want to adopt him he's wild first of all he has a mullet <laughs> anyway um they kind first, of and that makes him unadoptable they want to adopt this kid like they t- they take him to live at their house which is also not how any of this works you have to return him to the orphanage but whatever you just have a kid you can just take kids where you want to take them also, it's fine I feel like we haven't had orphanages in this country in a long time. I think they meant like a group home, but okay. they said, for sure said orphanage. And I was like, all right. I think Brenda's always just a couple years behind the time. Yes. So they end up, they take him home and then the dad's parents just happen to be there visiting and the parents, like his parents adopt this kid. Because they were like, we don't want to keep this kid for every season. Like, right. He'll because well, the parents don't live there. They live in like Florida or something. And they're, so they're, they're like with Mimsy off on a right. reward and a vi- adventure. So the they come back and they Such bring a TV show. <laughs> they come back and they bring the kid. And then this police, they, the dad, his name is Eric. Eric. <gasps> that's your dad. That's name. my dad's name. Oh, my God. Hi, dad. Um, so Eric meets, um, he sees this former police officer and this police officer had to go into the witness protection program because he testified against this crime that happened. Like he, it <laughs> was, Seventh Heaven is the craziest show I've ever watched. So he had to go into the witness protection program and he's talking to Eric and he's like, I really want to find my son because a pair, according to Brenda, when you go on the witness protection program, you, you have, have to, to give you away have to your give kid, up your kid for adoption. And so Eric, the well, wheel, not adoption to a group home. Exactly. He's like, I had to give my kid up for adoption when because he was in the witness protection program in Mexico. I said, what? So George, n- not George, Eric, the wheels start turning in his head and he's like, oh, my God, the kid's name is George. He's like, I think it's George. And so he like figures it out. And so. It's wild. So Brenda has never done a lick then, of research no, in her life. There's like a custody battle because the dad wants his kid back. And I said, no, no. If your kid's up for adoption, that's not how you don't just get to take him back. Because they, the parents, legally adopted, adopted him. him. He's they not- are his parents now. And he's like, well, I could get him back. And I'm like, no. So I was mostly heated from that because and, then almost immediately and I watched Brenda's this still- episode. And, and then- I was like... God! 15 years later, Brenda's still fucking shut right. up. Because this is not how any of this works. If the kids are in foster care and they're available to be adopted, the biological family has relinquished all, all parental rights. rights. Yeah. You, they don't have a say in who those kids go to. And, and if they're in foster care, it's probably because of some kind of drug or alcohol abuse or neglect. So the parents really have no say in it. Yeah. That, unless it was an open adoption. Which and that, is not- Which is mostly for, like, babies. Yes. Because you can... And they had be, young kids. Right. I think they had, like, a couple... Probably, like, I think, like, seven, nine, ten, something like that. Like, they had those kids. Kids with personalities. Kids no. with personalities. And, like, they're, no one is saying, like, oh, if you're if Donovan and Leon adopted those kids, they can never see their biological parents again. They c- would probably still have visitation, things like that, if that's what they wanted. If But it would be prearranged. Oh, I just can't. Well, I just can't. And the thing Listeners, is, I work for a nonprofit that... Deals with so, adoption. That supports foster adoption from foster care. So I vaguely know what I'm talking about. And it makes me so angry. Oh, my God. I'm no, it's, it's just wild. And also, so there, 
so I feel like there's been a lot of stuff in the news in the last couple years about like gay couples having problems adopting and like there was like it wasn't allowed for a while but I was like because I thought maybe they were saying I I don't know I I wasn't listening enough I guess maybe I was I was was listening very intently because I was so mad because I thought maybe they were saying like the adoption people found out that no especially if kids are in foster care if you want to adopt those kids and there's nothing like in your home studies good and they've cleared you they will let you adopt them there's too many kids in foster care there are let me just drop especially the beautiful rich gays right there are four hundred thousand kids in foster care in the system right now and there are 123,000 in the United States that are open for adoption. So, go get if em. you want to adopt them, they'll let you. As like, long as you're not crazy and yeah. you, I mean it's expensive to adopt. Not from foster care. It's oh, al- that's almost true. always very little money or free if you're adopting from foster care. That makes sense. This has been my PSA <laughs> and that's how Claire sees it. Anyway, I just wanted to tell you that I'm really angry at Brenda right now. And Story. I will- so if in the <laughs> In the fairy tale, because I was watching this, I'm like, this is, I don't, I'm not an expert on that. And I know that seems like BS. Right. Um, but for fairy tale story purposes, it makes me very, I'm like, oh, Leon and Donovan. Yes. It is a very much like, oh, that's sad. I feel like it almost would have worked better if it was like, oh, yeah, they did, like, the, the people that did our home study didn't like us because we were gay or something like that. Yeah. Like, because the way that they, the way that she makes it happen is that's not how any of it works. No, yeah, so, and we'll find the resolution to it is wild too. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so they moving on. They moving want on. to meet Ricky and make sure that Ricky is okay with it, so that nobody can stop them from adopting the baby. Basically. Yeah. And that's really they're thinking ahead because they're like he could block it, and yes. we want to make sure he's in. Yes. Um, so then they ask about Ben, and it makes Amy cry. Oh, and start, she and does she does the weird crying thing that yeah. she does, where she's like, I did. And Donovan's like, like, okay. I love, I I took a note because it made me laugh a lot. Because Donovan um, is, Donovan is like, shoot, where is it? Okay. He says, Amy, don't cry. And she doesn't, he doesn't say it in a way that's like, aw. He's like, don't cry. I don't want to look at you cry. (laughs) It made me laugh a lot. Um, So she's talking about Ben and she's like, I love, I love him. And I have a ring and he saw me. That's, that's exactly, those are her exact (laughs) words. I said, I'm sorry, was that a sentence? Okay, cool. I love 15-year-olds. Um, it's cute and great. So Donovan is like, oh my gosh. And then I wrote down that Leon is basically that Tina Fey gif of her like comforting someone with a broom the broom from afar. Because <laughs> Leon is like, uh-huh, that's awful. And he's <laughs> Leon like, is me. He's like, oh my God. That's a big Claire Donovan's energy. I don't know how so to comfort weird. people. I'm like, because I feel like I'm not very emotional. I'm more like analytical. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, uh, well... Maybe uh, this will get better. Um, maybe if I give you um, a, a soda pop, you so will feel do better. Do you want me to send you a picture of Marky? <laughs> that fix it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so then Donovan and Leon offer to drive Amy to Ben's because, because he won't Because they're like, answer. why don't you just talk to Ben? And she's like, he won't answer my phone calls. He's like, she's like, he won't answer my phone calls and I don't, I don't know how to drive. And they're like, we'll drive you. And then. As if her parents aren't still there. Right. And then Donovan says, Oh my God, so good. I'm dying to see where the Sausage King lives. Okay. You're in for a treat. And then one of them says, Okay. I was like, They were ahead of their time. I'm like, Okay, drag race superstars back in the day. Um, And then I had a commercial. Oh no, another one. It was for vodka. And um, it was weird because I was like, What is this commercial trying to tell me? 
a lot of it was like general shots of people being like america we love it we're having fun together and then john cena was i've seen that commercial was doing, as like, well the hosting of the commercial the voiceover yeah and then there was trixie mattel in it for a hot <laughs> second she's just like putting her wig on and i'm like she didn't even say anything i'm like trixie T- trixie what are you doing hi, uh, hi. that's funny hi <laughs> I, I just like it's it was very weird because i was like i didn't ever think i would see john cena and a uh, drag queen trixie mattel in the same place but yes sky vodka buy it man uh we're not sponsored by them but, but i we'd guess love we, to be. we could be if you're out there um so then we're at ricky's foster parents home um ricky has a nice little setup down there in the basement i know it's like pretty chill i know it's like i live there cool um so ricky is reading a child book birth book that's hard to say um and, and it looks getting... like he's on the first page and he goes mucus plug <laughs> yeah he gets yucked out right away daniel do you know what a mucus plug is i don't oh i do please tell listeners me. google it i'm not gonna explain oh no it. tell me you, okay i'm i'm gonna google it does it just stop the baby from falling out? So the mucus plug. I hate it. Um, it blocks the opening of the cervix to prevent bacteria from entering the uterus. And before labor, the mucus plug is expelled, allowing the baby to pass through the cervix. Is that how the, is that when the water breaks? So yeah, it's, basically. It's a physical thing. It's not like something they use in. No, it's not like something it's, they give you. Like your body makes it. Yeah. Like it's not like here it's it a, is. It's basically a. A cork. Ew. It's basically a snot plug. In sure. Your badge. Sure. Cool. Interesting. All right. Thanks for the more you know. The more you know. Thank you for coming to Baby Corner. <laughs> um, so bye bye, baby. <laughs> God. Um, so then Jack just comes over and he's like, "Hey, your mom let me in." And Ricky's like, "Leave. Why are you here?" So Ricky finally has the reaction that Kate's been looking for when Thank people you. just show up at other people's houses. And he's like, I don't like when people just walk into my room. And I'm like, thank you. He's like, I'm trying to read about the mucus plug. Um, Can you so- imagine? I just can't imagine. I know I've talked about this before. It just This is the craziest part of this show. And I feel like a lot of shows do this where it's just like uh, open door policy with your house. Imagine if... You came over and just knocked on the door, and I was like in my room reading a book. And you came in, you're like, "Hey, Daniel, let me in." And I'm like, "What?" Well, that makes Hi. sense for us because it, but it was it, it would was still unplanned. be yeah, it's like unplanned. And you're like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Hi, Hi. I'm very like, busy playing Stardew to, Valley. I'm here to do story exposition with you. Um, so I hate you for this. <laughs> like, okay, great. Can you leave? Wait, I'm gonna." go yeah so ricky has like an actual reaction of like please leave (laughs) um so jack came over to apologize and ricky's like for what and he's like i thought you're mad at me ricky's like no he's like why are you so obsessed with me cool um (laughs) well jack wanted to apologize because jack told grace that he that ricky and adrian were sleeping together and ricky's like i didn't even know that I just but thought thanks. Grace figured it out. So thanks for letting me know. Um, so Ricky is trying to make Jack leave. And he's like, no, man, I really want you to forgive me because, like, I really, I messed up the situation with Grace. I and can't Adrian. finish unless you forgive me. God. <laughs> God, the parallels between Marshall and Jack, though. Listen. It's weird, man. They're both really into forgiveness. And Grace thought she liked Jack because it was like her dad. And then she was like, wait, my dad's an asshole. Yeah. Get out of here. Um, so then Ricky's like, listen, I don't really care. I'm well, not. It is the theme of the episode. 
Yeah. Unforgiven. Unforgiven. I never catch these things until we're talking. Until the very end. Until we're talking, you and me. Um, so... <laughs> Ricky says he's he's like man I don't really care I'm not interested in Grace or Adrian I'm interested in the mother of my son and I said that's Amy <laughs> dun, dun, dun. and then I have another bullet point he it, sure changed his mind quick right was, he was, was like all gung ho about well, Grace and then I wrote down another bullet point it was the hug I think boner hug they don't I don't think they'd had any physical contact since they slept together six months ago. And then they hugged, and he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, and he, well, and I, I think part of it is that he's feeling, like, connected to the baby. I he's, think he's tied to her. <laughs> he is physically tied to her. No, I think he's, like, I, I, idolizing the idea of being a father and being different than his dad and, yeah. like, all this stuff. And it's connected to Amy. Exactly. none of these kids have genuine feelings for each other. They don't know how to. No. They're 15. No. Um, so then Grace calls. So Jack leaves and Grace calls and she's like, hi. And he's like, I can't talk to you anymore. And he just hangs up. And so then Grace calls Adrian and Adrian answers the phone and she's like, what's up, Chica Blanca? I made me laugh a lot. And I Googled it. It means white girl. I, you didn't know that? I took German. I mean, I knew that. <laughs> I took German. I don't even know how to say white girl in German. <laughs> Anyway, uh, oh, wait, so, I, I don't know. Chica Blanca. I'm going to oh, start wait. calling you that. I mean, except Chica Blanca. We are both as pasty as we can be. I haven't been to the pool in a while. I gotta go. Okay. Can um, go this weekend? Maybe. So, <laughs> so your Grace, listeners, would you like to come with us? I only have two guest passes, so don't You're not invited. Um, so anyway, Grace confesses to calling Ricky. <laughs> she's she's like, like, I called him. She's like, I thought we weren't going to call him. She's like, but I did. And she's like... I was just meaning that if he didn't like us anymore. Yeah, basically. Um, Which is so messed up. I'm like, so, Grace, you're the worst friend. She's <laughs> right. You are a two-faced, Bible-thumping virgin. Oh, that's true, man. Um, so then Adrian calls Ricky, and she's like, hey, do you want to come over? And he's like, no, I will no longer be coming over. Goodbye. And I'm like, God, three people have bothered Ricky in the past 10 minutes, and he's all just he trying wants to, think to about do mucus plugs. is read about childbirth, which I think is nice. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying. Um, so then we go to the final scene, which is at the Boyko- the outside of the Boykovich Manor. We've never seen the outside before. It looks pretty normal to me, but whatever. Um, so Donovan and Leon have, Leon have dropped Amy off, and she approaches the door, and they have a fancy, fancy door knocker. They and don't a, have a... And a doorbell to the right that she listen. doesn't use no she's like i'm just gonna pick up this big metal piece and slam it against the door well, and, the, and the thing is that it makes like this tiny wimpy little um and i'm like you couldn't have sound like edited that to make yeah, it sound like, better it sounded bing like bong sound well just like the like an actual like they didn't it, have a foley artist yeah i mean get two coconuts slap them together <laughs> you're fine um, so Leo answers the door and he sees Amy and he comes outside and shuts the door, which means it's serious. <laughs> um, so Leo is basically telling her what's what. And he's like, Ben has to decide for himself if he wants to be with you and if that's what's best for him. And he needs his time to think about that. Like, stop bugging him, basically. The thing I got a little upset about is that Ben would just suddenly appear in Amy's house all yeah. the time. But Amy has been trying to talk to Ben and like trying to apologize, basically. And he's ignoring her. He, and then his dad is like, dad, you can't come in here. Yeah, the I'm dad like, won't even, the dad won't even like tell her, tell Ben that she's there to yeah. let him choose. It's like, oh, I so Ben's like, allowed to bar- barge into my room no matter what. And I can't even. I feel like it would make 
at least a little bit of a difference to know that she made the effort to come, to come over. And apologize. Yeah, that affect- I feel like he should know that. That's annoying because it's like that would affect her his decision. So right. like, how can he make the right decision if he doesn't know how she's feeling? Because right. he asked for a sign that she cared, and she was gonna give him a used ring, <laughs> a divorced ring. She's like, this ring's kind of cursed. You want it? <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's got magic in it. Um, so oh Amy, God. can I tell you a quick story from work today? Wait, hold on. Okay. We, I have one line. Okay, okay, finish the line. So Amy looks at the ring and she walks away and then it's over. Go ahead. Tell me your story from work. <laughs> um, so I was working arraignment this morning, which means when people get out of jail and then they get their bond set. And I, this lady had sent in some voicemails. And so someone sent them to me and we're like, hey, can you just transcribe what these voicemails say? So if she calls back, we'll know what to answer what questions she had. And she, so I work in a domestic violence unit and she's calling and she's like, I want all the dro- the charges dropped against my husband, which is super normal. People do that all the time. They're like, get him out of jail. He'll be different next time. Whatever. Um, it's part of the cycle. And um, this lady said, this is all a big misunderstanding. There are people behind all of this. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. Tell me more. She says, my husband was cursed by a witch doctor. (laughs) He put a spell on. She put a, they put a spell on him. And now he's theirs. And (laughs) yes, (laughs) they put a spell on him. And that's why this happened. Please give me a call back. (laughs) And you said, how are you supposed to respond to this? I just, she said it so matter-of-factly as if that was... As if it was normal. As if it was like, oh, you know, it was a big misunderstanding. It was the witch doctor. (laughs) I got the witch doctor. You know that song? Vaguely, yes. I said, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ding, ding, la, bing, bing. That's how it goes. (laughs) They sing it on Alvin and the Chipmunks. That's all. I hate Alvin and the Chipmunks. You can just cut all that out. Not Not that new shit. That old shit. No, I hate all of it. <gasps> we should watch, but one of my favorite movies as a kid was the Alvin and the Chipmunks Great Adventure or whatever. They're in freaking hot air balloons and there's dolls with diamonds in them. It's very weird. I'll watch that if you'll watch the Donny Osmond, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat with me. Deal. I can't reach you. We hand. can't reach. We, sh- we shook. We shook. In spirit. We shit. We shook. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do you have a rating for this episode? I do. My friend. I rated it a 2.5 out of 5 inappropriate sexual relationships. (laughs) Yep. Because we had a couple of those. Yeah, we did. What did you rate it? I rated it higher than you by a lot. I rated it 4 out of 5 scandalous hugs. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I mostly rated it high for the goofs because there were a lot of good goofs. After talking about it with you and think like, because I look, I think part of it is that I had abbreviated notes because I wasn't the one summering it. Yeah. So I kind of forgot about all the fun goofs. So I think I'd probably actually give it a 3.5. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not a lot actually happens. See, but that's there why are some like funny things. At least some, a couple things move the story along a little bit. But some good goofs and gaffes for sure. Yes. We got some characters back that were a little more Poop City. Yes. Lauren and Madison. Alice, top residents Henry. of Poop City are yes, back. Our mayors. <laughs> the mayor, co-mayors and co-bridesmaids. Co-bridesmaids. <laughs> yes. No, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I have a lot of problems with uh, the entire adoption storyline. and um Because accuracy. I, I feel like to just kind of generalize and say like, yeah, that's how this works. 
Like, and I know that they do it all the time and I don't normally get that mad about it, but it, that's, it's something that I'm fairly passionate about. Like I, <sighs> yeah. I work 40 hours a week here. Like I'm, uh, and, and to, to just say something that is so inaccurate yeah. is wild to me. Yeah. Especially when it's like, it's not just like a throwaway, like mention of something. It's yeah. like the plot, like the main plot is about Amy and her baby. Yes. And for them to just be like, we're just gonna make it up as we go. And so, yeah, okay. and I feel like there should have been some person who stopped Brenda and was like, "Let's do a little hey, research." On hey, this. listen, let's make sure that that's actually how this works. And she's like, uh, "And she's like, uh, no, the episode's due in an hour. Oh, um, <laughs> we'll start you, shooting in one hour." How so. dare you speak to me, the creator of Seventh Heaven? Ooh. Man, Seventh Heaven is such a crazy show. Um, do you have a recommendation? You actually recommended my recommendation. <gasps> oh my god! Um, I think you should all watch the Cats trailer on repeat. Oh my god! It is the best thing that's ever happened I to me, and I'm not kidding. Zero cats negativity. It is going, none. If if you if you motherfuckers <laughs> complain about how the cats trailer looks, Go and they change it like oh. they did for the Sonic movie. I will never forgive you because I want it to look exactly like it looked in the trailer because it looks crazy. If you think that the cats trailer looks crazy and you have never actually like experienced the musical, I implore you. Go on YouTube, Google, like, search any Cats production that has been filmed and put on YouTube, because I promise you, that looks crazier, especially if it's by a community theater. Um, Thank you. Just do it, because it's... Cats is already wild. It's supposed to be absurd and weird and, like... Somebody was, like... Over-pretentious. Ugh, you have to take it... Because the best part about Cats is that Andrew Lloyd Webber took it so seriously. Yes, that is the best part. completely earnest and that's what's so beautiful and about that's it. why we love him and don't take it away oh from god. me i wish we had andrew lloyd weber as a guest on this po- oh, oh my i'm gonna god. email him <laughs> andrew dear mr lloyd weber <laughs> <laughs> i would love that um i have a recommendation what's your rat i know sometimes i do sometimes i don't but i have one this week and it is a podcast it is called just between us and it is two friends um <gasps> like us it's just like us we're friends it's and they're like two of us in magazines and they're like stars they're just like us <laughs> they carry baskets in the grocery store they have podcasts they have podcasts just like us um so it's two comedians it's allison raskin and gabby dunn and they oh, i know those names well they have a podcast you should listen to it okay. i think you would like it um they okay. call it a variety show and it really is they will normally start the show they'll talk about like a couple like little things and then they'll bring their guest on they talk to their guest for like about like themselves and their lives for like maybe 10 15 minutes which is like a sweet spot for me yes i don't want to hear a whole interview if i don't know who the guest is i'm like "Mm." yeah i don't want a whole i don't like interview shows yeah i want it to be silly but then they play games and so allison makes up these games called hypotheticals oh fun and they so the first the one they do all the time is would you stay with this cheater and so she makes up a (laughs) scenario in which like it's a crazy wild scenario like the one that i listened to today it was like your significant other um tells you that he's been having an affair for 10 years with your identical twin and so then you say yes or no would you stay with this cheater and she has come up with a reason like basically choose your own adventure but each one ends like horribly like if it's like oh no i'm not gonna stay with um i'm not gonna stay with my significant other and she's like great well they've decided to run off together they went on a cruise in the uh boat sank and you never see them again great and then like 
<laughs> forget what it was. Should have stayed with the cheater. And if you say yes, she comes with a, she has another scenario another as to why scenario. it's horrible. And so it's really funny. They also play, um, is this a date? And it's like the <laughs> same. She comes up with a scenario and you say, yes, this is a date. No, this is a date. And there's like a while. Like you're like, you drop your wallet in a crowded subway and then someone helps you pick it up. Is this a date? Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> so the one she said recently was, um, She's like, your boss, you and your boss are going on a business trip. Or a baby. <laughs> no. Boss baby. No. 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 Um, <laughs> she said, you and your boss are going on a business trip together. And he, or not he, but like, your, they didn't gender it. But they're like, your boss asks if um, you mind staying in the same room together to save money. Is this a date? Is this a date? <laughs> And so it, as soon it was as you like, started talking about it, I downloaded it. I'm so excited to listen to um, this. This sounds so funny. And it was like, yes. Is this if, a date? If you say yes, it is a date, they're, they're like, you come on too strong and you get fired for sexual harassment. No. And then they're like, no, this is not a date. And it's like, um, you get fired. You get fired for not, uh, for not having sex with for your not boss. For not having sex with your boss. And it is so funny. They oh, also, so funny. every once in a while, she'll do, um, are you a bad parent? And it's like this, it's all the same style, <laughs> but it's really funny. And then they do. I love this. I love that kind of stuff. Where it's, it's just like, so it's permission funny. to goof. Yes. And she does such a good job. Like, I'm literally, and Gabby will ask her, she's like, how did you come up with this? And she's like, the producers asked me for it, so I just come up with it. I'm like, what? I was in the shower. And, and I was then, it. so they have the guest on for that part too. So the guest answers, and then they do just the two of them, and they always pick a topic, and they call it topics with an X because they're like, it's very serious. And so they, it actually normally is something serious. Like, they've talked about, um, like, mental health legalizing weed like all kinds of like Mm -hmm, kind of more serious things but they're very insightful and they're very funny even while they're talking about something like very serious and so it's like us in this podcast wow we're so the serious (laughs) why so serious (laughs) (laughs) that's my joker impression thank you ladies and gentlemen i will thank you and good night me and robert pattinson are gonna be in the next batman movie i wish that you were the joker to his batman i think it would be i would cry Hey, Rob, what's up? What's up? Um, anyway, so it's really funny. I think everybody that listens to this would like it. Um, Just two gals. I love podcasts that don't have men on them. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, men out there, oh. but you talk a lot. Um, great. <laughs> we already have heard your voices for centuries, so thank you. Yes, so that's nope. my recommendation. Almost all the podcasts I listen to are mostly female-led. Me too. Besides the McElroy ones. Yes. And they're allies, so. Yes. We, were, we, uh, yeah. we stand the queens. We stand um, <laughs> women. Yeah, I feel like I mostly listen to either, like, they either have, uh, they ha- I'll have at least one woman on it other than the McElroys. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. That was my recommendation. That's I a do. Good one. Psychobabble is two men, oh. but they are queer men, so they I think qu- it counts. <laughs> those gays. Oh, those queens I live like kings. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, great. Well, that's, this is it. Thanks for stopping by my house. <laughs> Kate lives in this room now. Listen. Um, yeah, I'm listening. Listen. Uh, so next week, we will be back with season one, episode 18 of Secret Life. Uh, Making up is hard to do. Making up. Is that a song? Making Breaking up, up is never easy. easy. I know. The rights. Okay. Um. So, yeah. If you want to send us an email. Do it. Please do. Uh, our email is kateandclaire at gmail.com. You know it. You know what to do, ladies and gentlemen. Um, send us a silly story. Send us a silly story because 
I love them. We want to talk to you. Yes. Um, we know you're listening. We know you're listening. I see our stats, so I know you're out there. And I'm watching you in your bedroom while you listen. <laughs> Look around. You see Kate? I I'm, bet you do. I'm hiding near the corner. <laughs> God. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, PDMMWT underscore podcast. You can also send us DMs there if you don't want to email us, like if you don't have an email. I've been trying to know, post man. some sillier memes on the days that we post so i posted a tweet today it was very good the day we recorded it made me laugh um (laughs) and that's all that matters to me folks yeah Uh, i mean that's why we started this podcast so that we could laugh so that we could laugh and we could listen to it later at our in our offices at work (laughs) yep that pretty much sums it up and that's the podcast great have a great life y'all goodbye it was great to know you go adopt a baby or a, a, a teen Go yes, go adopt a teen. A, a, if you a young child, or go adopted child eight and up. That's yes. all. Thank you. Thank you and good night. <laughs> Thank you, Columbus. <laughs> God. Cool. KK. KKK. Oh no. <laughs> ah! I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Okay. Okay. KKKKKKKKKKK. There you go. This is some, it's just like when you listen to the Dark Side of the Moon backwards or with Wizard of Oz or whatever. 